The wormiest climbing up the walls with a sawzall, cut through the ceiling and climbed up through the floor. So four chicks and six pounds of plastic phallic with waterfalls dripping from their drawers. My name became Cage when I left the cage. Shot my first 12 gauge and 12 gauge of my days recording. Top of the fuck I was brought in, whether it be snatch, test tube, or doorway. I can't give a fuck cause music sucks Fuss pop acts keep stealing underground ducks You will be amazed by the scheme you can pull When nobody's looking or writing somebody facial Catch your face full of staples Holding the last verse that I wrote you quote you a lot Piss and Lake Miss first So walk a drink shot to the orange You know walk through your point and I'll return to town like a cleaner Alex with the fucking loaded 30 <laughs> Artistic, mystic, you'll funk sadistic Play my record backwards and you'll leave with your wrist slit You dipshits come equipped with it hits While I kick wits about how I suck chicks For instance, drench a wench for the thirst quench 30th day, man, I'm smelling like blood stench It's intense like humans camping So please make way for the mushroom stamping Memory. The chemistry is I write rhymes and talk felony. I think through crowds of people, so when I see you, can touch more than an EQ. If diesel heads leak you, haven't had the work since my crump shell murk. Now sluts wipe cage off their face with SBT shirts. If it's only entertainment, then I'll violate the statement by entertaining the thought of releasing some mental pain. I'm gonna do this every time, whether you like it or not. All them so-called players can't block my shots. No glocks, just rhymes, ready to hit you one time to put you in a box. As if you were a mime and isolate ya from your known atmosphere. Seen your moms yesterday and gave her a pap smear. Put the whore in a pompadour. She said I'm yours and did my chores on all fours as I explore the core to your weakness. I take the microphone over the beat and just freak this. You can't beat this thesis when I release this yellow type of fluid that'll melt you to pieces. Based upon the impact of my arrival, I know there's no chance for your pitiful survival. Betcha, my lecture puts dents in your texture. I could be naked and Set off metal detectives. Hey yo, why does show gotta have an intro? It's a cool show with Jacob Autism. We are growing at a very promising rate. First episode, we had about 50 downloads. And now, last episode which was a great episode. I hope you watched it. It was well, well made. Had more than 100 downloads. That's impressive to me, you know? We doubled our audience. After, what, a few episodes? We doubled that shit. And I am so proud of that. Alright? I am very proud. You do not know how proud. So yeah, we doubled our audience, and hopefully we continue to go beyond doubling our audience very soon. And I think we will. This show has a lot going for it, all of which include me. So, let's get down to the news. Now, I was going to do a little thing, a few segments on what was happening in the world of current events. But thankfully, I was saved by a very, 
very important topic. Now, firstly, we're going to talk about Kamala and why I think she might be a little screwed right now. Because Kamala caught something known as Havana Syndrome. Havana Syndrome is a mass psychosis that makes you think you have a concussion. It's uh, powered by microwaves or something. I'm not exactly all that in tune of what's happening, but that's sort of what happened to Kamala. So, you know, Nancy Pelosi's president, everybody. I'm so happy. And then there was, of course, you know, COVID. I couldn't give less of a shit, if I'm being honest. And one one topic that I will talk about a little bit is... Uh, what is it? The OnlyFans, right? OnlyFans. Uh, and this happened right during the night I was finishing up the recording of my last show. And I decided to hold off on it because there might be more developing. And there was. OnlyFans decided for a few weeks that they had no idea why people went on their website in the first place and got rid of all pornography. Uh, I really don't know what is what was OnlyFans made for? In fact, right now I'm going to look that up. Let's let's take a look at what OnlyFans was meant for. All right, so I'm I'm on the OnlyFans website right now. It had this little interesting thing for uh, you know, the the like intro, and that was that was kind of cool, you know. And uh, let's see. Let's see. We got we got this thing. Apparently, how it works. Anyone can earn. As far as we are concerned, if you use social media and produce your own content, you should be using OnlyFans. Whether you are uploading tutorials, tips, behind-the-scenes footage, or just endless selfies, a lot of followers will be willing to pay for them. Da 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 da. It's okay. So it was apparently just you. It it was a uh, pay-to-watch system that they just set up for you. And uh, let's see, they got like a little slider. You can go for, you know, 1,000 to 100,000, like 1 million. Um, it's just all boring as hell. I swear to God. I don't even know why. <laughs> this is boring. Like, seriously, what else do you expect? That's a website that needs pornography at that point. What, what the heck did you expect? Oh, we, we were going to do fashion blogging? For, like, $2 a month? Come on. Come on, son. That shit is strictly for porn and nothing else. <sighs> Whatever. People people really thought that, you know, OnlyFans is going to stick to their guns on this one. But it really wasn't. One thing I found really funny, though, is while this was, while this was happening, another company was trying to take, you know, OnlyFans Sunder at that point. You know, trying to get people to go over to their website. And it was called Come Rocket. You know, you need a little bit of subtlety. That's all I'm saying. Like, no, nobody's... Like, people are, are coomers. Yes, they are. But nobody's going to be like, Hey, I'm going on Come Rocket. I'm going on BukakiBlogs.com. I'm going on Lesbian Fucking Lounge. Net. I'm going on fisting.gov. Uh, yeah, no. Nobody was going to fuck with any of that shit. Uh, I'll tell you that right now. So, 
Yeah, that that's the only fan thing. But now it's time for the very important news. The news that I think everybody here can admit is the most important thing that we have to talk about. Okay? And I am, of course, talking about the Saints Row reboot. Saints Row is probably the most frustrating thing to really ever be interested in at this point. Because let's be honest, it's a series with one good game, and that's Saints Row 2. People will say, oh, I, I like Saints Row 1. No, you fucking didn't. You didn't like Saints Row 1. You didn't like any of that, okay? People liked Saints Row 2 for a very specific reason. It was campy, okay? It wasn't funny. It wasn't goofy. It was campy, and also it took itself seriously, okay? It was Tim Burton's Batman. It was fucking The Lost Boys, okay? It was the class of 1984. They had moments that were goofy, yes, but they played it in a way. They they made the environment itself take all of that seriously, okay? The, the first game was just boring, okay? It, it, was a, it was GTA budget title. Saints Row 2... It was this. It, it was still a very GTA-inspired game, but it had its own thing going for it. Okay, the people that you fought were interesting, but they weren't over the top. You know what I mean? You had like Japanese biker gangs, uh, like a monster, a group of monster truck rally people. You know, Jamaican voodoo men. It was interesting as hell, and it was fun to play. Then came Saints Row 3, and I was immediately turned off from the product. It was nothing like Saints Row 2. It went from campy to a complete and utter joke. Alright? Like, the first gang you encounter in that thing is probably the most level-headed group. A sort of mob, Latin, Italian sort of thing going on with them. You know, very leveled, very reasonable group. Then you get to a bunch of hackers who do drive-bys. And then a Mexican wrestling group and, like, some mercenary men. It, it, it went off the rails way too quick. And then after that, after all of that, we got to Saints Row the 4th. A complete and utter joke of a game. People who really liked what Saints Row 2 was doing. You know, after Saints Row 3, they were like, okay, this was this is dumb, but, you know, maybe it'll tone it down a, a little bit, you know, a little bit in Saints Row the 4th. Your, your character is now fucking president, and aliens are invading. That's the dumbest shit ever. That is the dumbest shit ever. And that was the end of the series. And you think, as a company, Volition, they would understand why that series died, okay? You think they'd be like, okay, we did too much of this goofy shit, so let's tone it down. No. Volition is a company that has their head so far up their own ass, they don't know why people want to play the video games in the first place. They want Saints Row 2 Part 2. That's what they want. They want a sort of campy, sort of goofy fun, 
game that still has its moments grounded in reality and still has believable and interesting characters that they want to see, play, fight, kill, protect, you know, all of that. But instead, what we get is a company that, once again, doesn't realize why people like it. They were trying to reach out to fans before. They were trying to interact with them, see what they liked, you know? And it was very obvious that the fans gravitated mostly to Saints Row 2. That was the game people fucking liked. That was the game. And what did these people say? Oh, we're going to we're going to remaster Saints Row 3. Why? Why? Why remaster Saints Row 3? Saints it's not even like it doesn't make any sense. Saints Row 2 was the game people liked. You got to understand that, but they don't. They they are so dumb. They do not understand where where their series got its most devoted following and that was saints row 2 it was the stories the atmosphere of saints row 2 the gameplay of it like everything about it that people liked because it was fun and the story was fun and everything about it was fun but instead of being fun they just decided to be real stupid so yeah Volition is a company with only one good game, and they don't know how else to make a second version of their one good game. It's neglected. Severely neglected. So now, we get to the Saints Row reboot. And this is where we figure out that Volition has no idea... What the fuck it's doing. I'm going to start off by saying something positive. Because you need to start with something nice, in my opinion. So I'm going to say that even though it ultimately shows that Volition is definitely trying to chase the GTA trend just a little bit. The location itself is a breath of fresh air compared to the last two games. The last two games were Boring City, Boring City, Look, you're in outer space, Boring City. There's nothing interesting about it. The first place you've, like, Saints Row 2, right? Saints Row 2 took place in Stillwater. And Stillwater was a fantastic location. It had a lot to it. It had city... Rundown city, airport, like it, it looked like a real city. It looked like something that would that you would really see, like not just some New York ripoff. And now we have basically people are saying it's Las Vegas, but I, I like sort of the idea it's just some like offshoot of Las Vegas and it takes place almost kind of near the border. And that, legit, would be an interesting game. There's not a lot of games that sort of cover that area very well. And having a border cartel gangster video game would be sick as hell. But of course, I don't think that's going to be the case. 
it's literally the only good thing about it. Everything else, from the characters to the models, this this sort of like Fortnite cell shaded thing, like people are very into the cell shaded graphics, and I'm sorry, but that shit that that's children's shit. That's kitty bullcrap. Okay, it's not like. Like, people say, uh, oh, man, associate's so great because, you know, it doesn't matter what, what gen, what genre, what, what fucking, like, generation of gaming, you know? It, it always looks good. It always looks good. Listen, if it looks the same as it does in 2002, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's probably shit. Just saying, like, everything nowadays has more brightness to it. And it and it's fucking irritating, okay? I want to play a video game in the dark, and my eyes are bleeding now. Thanks a lot, okay? I like the bland, sort of drab feel of, like, the PS2 graphics. I don't mind that. It has its character. It shows something. It's ever fucking Lucian. All right? I don't like this cell shade stuff because it's so soulless. It's so obvious that it's trying to have some everlasting appeal, but it has no appeal at all. Cell shaded is terrible. It's the worst thing ever, okay? Like when I saw that game, Outer Worlds, that was apparently supposed to be a New Vegas successor. When I saw that it was associated, when I saw the way the graphics look, I was like, this game's gonna suck. Like, Fallout New Vegas didn't have the greatest graphics, but it had great everything else. And, of course, the characters. The characters are god-awful. Is, is, is there any doubt about that? That the characters are terrible? They look bad? There's nothing good about them? There's nothing interesting about them? I just hate them. Like, I just really hate them. They're a bunch of hipster douchebags. None of those people look like gang members. They look like they should be having a startup in Silicon Valley. Not like trying to sell drugs. What are these scared? What, what's their big gang thing? What are they going to do? They're going to stop like microaggressions. Is that what they're, they're going to do? They're going to put, put a cap in your ass. If, if you make fun of some dude's Afro is that's what's going to happen. The microaggression crips. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get out of here. Like the like the villains look more interesting to play as. These guys are they're a bunch of hipster douchebags with no redeeming qualities. I, I hope it's like a twist and like they you, you just play these guys for like a tutorial, then the actual saints come out and they just kill these people. It's unbelievable. Like, one guy look, looks like some EDM DJ who's about to OD in a few years. Uh, there's, like, two lesbian chicks. All of them with, like, a short haircut and, like, a bitchy look. And then there's, like, a really nerdy guy. Let me, let me just say this. If the black nerd turns out, like, if, if, he, if he comes out and he says, Hello, I, I'm Julius Little. I'm going to fucking shoot the TV. Like, seriously seriously this is your best fucking idea this is this is the 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 great idea that you had for your saints row reboot 
Nobody's interesting. It's a bunch of millennials. Well, Zoomers, whatever. It's a bunch of young people that I hate and I wish were dead. All right? I don't even know what the what is your what is your audience for this? Who the hell who the hell does Volition think they are selling their games to? Because it's nobody. Nobody that actually likes Saints Row. It's nobody that actually likes Saints Row. And I found this dumb fucking article. Let's pull this shit up right now. It's from PCGamer.com. PC Gamer, the PC gaming people. This is what Morgan Park, this fat fucking douche. This is his, like, saying. Saints Row Reboot won't be as edgy as his predecessors. Thank God, thank God we're not, we're not going to get any bad jokes in a game where you sell drugs to poor people. Thank God, man. <clears throat> so let's see. Saints Row is getting a complete reboot, and it's just called Saints Row. All these lant- wacky antics from the previous... From the four previous games, like diving into computers, killing zombies for Burt Reynolds, becoming president, and ruling the world with superpowers, none of that ever happens in Saints Row's new American Southwest-inspired world, Santo Leso. First off, that was the last two games. Saints Row 1 and 2 were well-grounded enough. Alright? It was campy at times, okay? But it knew where to draw the line. The last two games didn't. So don't group all the fucking... Don't group Saints Row 4 and 3 with Saints Row 2. The actual good game. Okay? This time around, the Saints crew is a close-knit group of four young friends. Each with their own experiences. Planner and business-minded Eli... Okay, thank God he's not fucking jewels. Um, Expert Jaya, Driver, Niha... DJ and Smooch Talker, Kevin, and Slightly Off the Rails Boss. That's you! <laughs> oh, great, it's a sitcom. It's a sitcom, everybody. Oh, Eli, Eli's gotta go to work. He's gonna miss miss Kevin's DJ practice. He's gonna miss Kevin's DJ recital. Oh, no! Miha, you gotta, you gotta drive Eli to the DJ recital place. Oh, and, and the boss, he's doing some wacky antics. He made a cake in the kitchen. The cake blew up. It killed old Nana from from the room across the apartment building. Oh no! What are we gonna do? We gotta sell some drugs. Da 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 da. I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke. As the boss, you can still create a completely custom character and choose one of eight voices that's big or small, young or old, anywhere in between. Can, can they look like they have muscle mass? Because that's the only thing I care about. Interestingly, Saints Row won't have an expanding cast of characters that join the core Saints crew over time. You will recruit additional nameless underlings as you expand your criminal empire with new businesses. But the story creates centers around the four Saints founders. None of these people are the Saints founders. Where's King? Where's Julius? Where's... Johnny Gat, alright? Johnny Gat, the better Trevor Phillips, going around just killing people whenever he wants to. Volition talks about the Burgeoning Crew, a quartet that 
that's tired of working for a big criminal organization. These people work for a criminal organization. They look like they work at a gap for gay people. Like, seriously. Tired of working for a big criminal organization that decides to start their own thing. More like a startup company than a gang. It's a startup, everybody. You guys, you guys like entrepreneurship? You guys like looking up Mark Cuban quotes on YouTube? 10 best Mark Cuban quotes, you know? I like to watch Shark Tank. This new crew seems like a spirited bunch. Their appetite for chaos is reminiscent of the old gang in the best ways. I detect less meanness and cynicism this time around. Oh, thank God. The drug dealers, killers, and car thieves are normal people. They're not crazed lunatics, everybody. All right, they're, they're, they're going to rob you and say please and thank you afterwards. Don't worry. Who, who wants to play nice guy, like, robbers? Nobody. All right? And, <clears throat> like... It makes no sense. What the hell is this crap even for? Speaking only for a, from a few minutes of cutscenes and gameplay I saw, the four feel like a proper friend group that accepts and supports each other, similar to Watch Dogs 2. Uh, they're, they're there for each other. Hey man, hey man, I know, I know you, uh, I know you killed that four, four people, but you know what? I, I think there were microaggression in you, dog. There were microaggression in you. So, what you did was alright. So yeah, blah, 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 it's, it's way better, it's way better because they're all nice, and, <clears throat> and oh yeah, here's another one, here's another choice little thing. What's probably not returning is the extra tone of humor that players might remember from Saints Row 3 and 4. I remember laughing often at Saints Row the Third when I played it in it 10 years ago, but it took some ghoul Googling to remember just how embarrassing edgy its writing was. Oh no! Oh no! The, you gangsters! You 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 MS13 people! You you need to stop making making jokes about sexism and homophobia. That's not right. All right, you you gotta be a little bit you gotta be a little bit nicer. All right, you got you gotta be a little bit nice. This game was meant was made only for this person, wasn't it? This is. This game is for you and you only. You can buy it. I'm not buying this crap. Alright? Anyways, when we come back, we're going to do a little public service announcement for all the listeners out there listening to The Cool Show. Original and criminal type words that leaves me a criminal general. 
Right up in the daytime, or even a late train. My vocals flow local, similar to the A train. Uptown, downtown, downtown, uptown. I rap and cut records, so what the fuck now? You wanna know the flavor, then you better use accent. Then shake it on your ass cheeks when I'm done waxing. But still, by those damn cops, I want it. But doing brothers on the sneak tip. Yo, I'm getting my song is dedicated to Joe Rodham Biden, who's doing a great job in Afghanistan, from what I've heard. Keep up the good work. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Keep getting blunted, my friend. Keep getting blunted. Jesus Christ. All right. Now, let's get down to the uh, first ever cool show PSA. Uh, what we need to talk about is a group of people that I believe are slowly destroying America as we know it. Now, not a lot of people want to talk about these guys, and it's understandable. A lot of people believe that they are important in society, that they hold a very necessary evil. I disagree with such notions completely, wholeheartedly. These people are some of the worst scum that we have ever encountered. I am, of course, talking about truck drivers. Yes, I know, I'm going to lose some fans, but you people need to hear me out right now because you people have been getting away with this for way too long. Getting away with a lot for way too long. Truck drivers are dangerous, kamikaze driving maniacs who do not care about the people on the road in front of them and do not care about the people on the road behind them. They have no care for the well-being of their American citizen. Every single time you are driving near a truck driver is like driving near 
a fucking nuclear missile. You have no idea what's going to happen. And if you get taken out, everybody else, all of the people around you are getting taken out. You know, in Australia, the truck drivers are organizing a protest by not doing their job. Really, they should just continue to do their, their job because they are a nuisance whether they're there or not. The fact of the matter is, is that they are too high on cocaine and other drug-related paraphernalia to even think straight and even consider the other people around them. They are a waste of space, and as soon as we finally get rid of them as soon as we finally get them out of our lives we will be much better as a society another thing about the near the truck driver the ne'er-do-wells of the road the darkest members of our society in the shadows destroying our fabric the first thing that they destroy is any sort of alternative fuel source. They need their diesel trucks to run at perfect condition. And that's why the, the gas prices are always going up. That's why we need to invade Middle Eastern countries just to get our fix. So these selfish little pricks can get their little diesel trucks for their, which is what they use to compensate for their shrinking, shrinking manhood. And they use that gasoline to drive badly and destroy the other cars on the road. That's what they use it for. They don't use it to get to one place to another. It's, let's be honest, I don't even think they care what happens to the stuff in the back. I've been in many different work environments. And let me tell you, I have taken out stuff from the back. And you want to know how many things have been destroyed straight out of the packaging a lot there is so many fucking destroyed objects it's embarrassing these people have no good system on how to keep your products good and secure along with that they are also responsible for the destruction of the nuclear family these people go on the road and because they can't get suck from their wives and girlfriends and fiancés and whatnot. They have to get sucked from somebody else. And who do they get sucked from? They get sucked from the most lowest and degenerate people on the face of the earth. First off, we gotta talk about the truck drivers that go to gas to get go to bathrooms. Specifically gas station bathrooms. You wanna know the only people that use gas station bathrooms are? other men i don't know where the women are but apparently they find women and they get sucked from them i've seen holes and shit so i'm guessing the girl is on the other side either way they of course also get girls from different areas like bars and pick and drive-throughs and whatnot these women are always ugly these women always have disease and these women always never use any sort of protection the only protection that they have against them is their long ass fingernails and dirty breath that can give anyone any sort of virus if you look if you smell it long enough that is the american truck driver in a nutshell
and let's not even talk about their bastard children. Ugly, deformed, the, the, disgusting, absolutely disgusting children. These things are not human. The truck driver commits more genetic modifications than anything approved by the FDA. It is unbelievable that we still have these people around. And people say, oh, automation's going to kill the truck driving industry. Good. People like this do not deserve to be in a any sort of profession. They would be dying on the streets if it wasn't for truck driving. If you continue to support any business that allows truck drivers in your area, you're going to get more dangerous traffic, more gasoline price rises, more broken China, and more ugly ass babies. That is the cool show PSA. Anyways, I'm doing that PSA. While I was doing it, I got a note. And it says that the Cool Show PSA is the best segment ever aired. Because it's so great, I want you to do another segment signed B-Zork's owner, Apodomatic. Well, B-Zork's, I'm glad you agree with me that truck drivers need to be destroyed. So, so let's take it from the top. And then we will do another public service announcement on the cool show. We're all in the same gang, bread and butter. It's just a couple subdivisions who naturally hate each other. Influence is shark biting the fuck out of your brother. Friendship is Professor Plum ratting on Colonel Mustard. We're now witnessing the world's most crass version of a barnstormer in real time with a jagged edge. Arm mortars and field mines for a bastard pledge. On a style diamond cutter swung to spoil that magnificent havoc sketch. You fidget like a nervous culprit gulping. Sweat a bullet, dead a bullshit sequin reactor. Speaking disaster. Who leaps off the canvas to provoke a sidewinder snake in the grass with dirty belly and his word to sell me? I got my word to tell you. I got absurd magic, but it works like pistons pumping through the realm my famine habit. Not a rabbit hat combination. Nah, more like I spit pixie. Dust to the mixtape community for words for ransom, demand some attention paid. Not to mention praise for their release on a page. They might evade the light of day. I never said I gave them all the fight to be brave or insight to behave. More like them others whose ads have been paid for by some brothers. While some of us lie in the eyes of others, I discovered another way to stay undercover. Kill everyone involved. Unsolved mystery. This to me is how to leave matters resolved out of this all. You should take the break as debate gets snatched out your habitat and left on the side of a lake. I try to debate whether a clean getaway is harder to make than a call to the cleaners. Dropped off a seamless bag, zip it up with enough cash to pay the cap with the awkward demeanor. God is a name I call myself. I don't like ugly, original, synthetic. I breathe rusty air logic. It becomes the lung. The mind is the closet. That is if it's a walk-in, cause I'm open. You fell from the cliffs of weakness. I scoped it. I'll pull your rhyme up and stuff it inside my mouth as if this was the first grade. Come on, man. And you'll just stand there, your eyes.
eyes are water up and your teeth are grind Cause you rhyme first grade, see in this lifetime I'm a cage poet, but I think life is more than a jail sentence That's why I took my time doing calisthenics with euphemisms To hand out a life sentence When I rhyme, I put my ass crack in it And you in a glass bottom boat with a crack in it So fuck your attitude My poetry's position is the sole definition of latitude So serious public service announcement for uh, anyone listening. Uh, one, one of the reasons why I definitely invited Willard on is because he usually has a never-ending source of complete and utter oddballs and degenerates. And we are going to talk about one of those oddball degenerates right now. A man by the name of Hype Master. Now, Hype Master had a YouTube channel, but... It's gone right now, but he is still available on many different websites, including tw- including TikTok, where he goes under Hypemaster48. And in that TikTok, you can actually find his Twitter. So <clears throat> there are multiple different little social media accounts that you can access through him. And one thing I would like to say about that is that if anybody is interested in telling him that I am calling his bitch ass out, you can do that. I heavily recommend it because I would be more than happy to allow this guy on the show, but I doubt it. This man has no guts whatsoever, especially considering he ran away from YouTube because he was starting to get documented by the wrong people. And now, who am I talking about? Who is this Hype Master guy anyways? Well, Hype Master is an obese young black man who thinks a lot of pretty fucked up shit is interesting enough to share with the internet. Here's the first Hype Master video that I can show you right now. I want to be the first ever black school shooter just to see how America reacts to it. Because, like, there have been plenty of white school shooters. I just want to see how a school would react if there were a black school shooter. Because, like, think about it. Every time between a school shooter and a white guy, he, you, know, he, you, know, he, you know, he gets free from jail, free from all the bullshit. No one cares. What if a black guy show up to school, huh? What then? Would he be punished? Would I go through jail time? How would society change in accordance to there being a black school shooter? Like, let me think about that for a minute here. Cause I don't want to do that now, cause 
I actually want to shoot up a school as a black person to see how America would react if it was a black man shot school. Because I don't really feel like I don't care anymore. I just want to shoot up a school to see how like society would react. So yeah, that's that is hype master right there. That's the entire audio video, and it's concerning, isn't it? It's a uh, concerning video that just sort of appeared out of nowhere by this guy himself. And you know, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt at this point. It could just be some very badly executed edgy humor. You know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's very. It sounds like something that someone who watches way too much EDP and Filthy Frank would say. So I was like, okay, so this guy's a little bit off kilter, but, you know, nothing too crazy. And then, you know, I see a video of this man eating his own jizz. I just busted a nut, and, uh, here's my semen. I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. Like, feel like I'm gonna eat it. Let's let's see how it tastes. Oh crap! Genuine semen, right here. Genuine semen. Genuine sperm, right here. Just gonna see if uh, this here will actually taste good. Oh god, that was disgusting. Um, oh god, my own sperm does not taste good at all. Ugh, my sperm does not taste good. Ugh. Don't eat your sperm, kids. So yeah, this, um, this guy is definitely an exceptional individual. Now, I know what some people are thinking, you know, Jacob, don't make fun of this person. They're mentally ill. There's definitely something wrong with them. They're kind of, I don't know, like 18, maybe the oldest, youngest, somewhere around there. But here's the thing. I cannot, in good conscience, let this person go unannounced, okay? Because this man is not just a weirdo. He is a detriment to society a huge detriment to society he is fucked up in the head and he needs to be shown to understand the type of filth that exists on the internet and once again if he is a little bit younger then heavily recommend trying to get in contact with this guy's parents so they can stop him from fucking his life over. So anyways, here is the smoking gun and the reason why I am talking about him this way. Hey, yo, if Apple, um, so, so apparently Apple has this new feature where it'll scan your phone for CP or child porn. And apparently they use a method where they, um, where the algorithm has a back has like examples of which Alporn is to um check which beg the question of where do they get the examples from? Does Apple have a hidden stash of child porn 
they're keeping hidden from society. Because if they do, I want it. Because, hey, bro, it's not... Because, hey, bro, it's not my fault today that they're the ones holding on to child porn. And then, like, getting mad at us for having child porn when they're the ones having it in the first place. They're, they're the morons. Oh, fuck on child porn. I'm just a guy who wants to... I'm just a guy who wants to keep it for research purposes. Yes, that is right, folks. He is a pedophile. Hype Master is a straight-up pedophile, and... There's no really other thing to say about it. It is a depressing thing for any young man to be fucked up like this. They're they're worthless. They are extremely worthless. All right, especially if he's talking about having actual, you know, that shit. Right. Another another video by this person that I'm not going to show in any way. Is on his uh, Instagram. Uh, I just remembered he had an Instagram. And it's... Uh, let's take a look at this shit again. It's Hypemaster69420. Clever, clever name, I know. Now this video that was on his Instagram is probably the most fucked up thing I've seen in a while. It's not in any way illegal, I guess. But... You know, this guy should be looked at after this. Because it features a video of him reacting to a young girl twerking. And then he proceeds to legitimately get the fucking lotion out and jack off in his house. And then claim that he is a pedophile. So that is the guy himself. That is Hype Master. There's other videos that I've seen from him on, you know, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, that are all as fucking trash and degenerate as the other videos. But I'm not going to show them here. I think I've illustrated the point very well that this man is a danger to society and he should be looked at. And once again, Hype Master, if you have an explanation for this, that apparently can get you out of your shit right now, come on the cool show, and we will discuss this. But trust me when I say this, I doubt that there's any hope for a man like you. There is no explanation for this that makes you look like a normal person. Okay, since this happened while I was recording The Cool Show, I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, about what's happening in Afghanistan. Uh, turns out, uh, he, Joe Biden's doing a really great job, you know? You know, he's giving the uh, soldiers a break. He's giving them a break. Six feet deep, in fact. Look, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. It's just getting worse and worse over there, isn't it? Like, what what in the world do you have to be thinking as a guy who is a never-Trumper, vote, vote blue no matter who, like one of those people like just seeing what has happened in Afghanistan right now? I really just think people just disconnect. Like, I think people just disconnect from the situation and pretend nothing's happening. Like, that's really the thing I'm getting from this.
Either way, I I really do think Joe Biden's days might actually be numbered. I really do think that. If it keeps going down the way it goes down, we're not even going to see a full first presidency. So, to put it down, to put it this way, that's sort of the end of the cool show. And other than the hype master stuff, it's just dumb internet shit. Don't take it too seriously. Ooh, hey, hey. Oh, what we're living in. Let me tell you.